0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. (laughs) And we'd love to welcome you um, to our car. To our circus. Oh, okay. Real, real, real. Oh, this is sort of like a circus wagon
1: today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, step on up to our circus wagon. (laughs) Which are historically a dangerous thing to be on. We've got a lot to little chat about today, but we also have a really fun topic, in my opinion, this week. We're (laughs) going to talk about the circus and clowns a little bit. Yeah, Ellie texted me with like the idea to do this topic and I was just immediately like absolutely yes we have to that's so fun
0: so like I would say like 50 percent of the episode is definitely going to be chatty and you know there's a lot going on in the world right now but we're also going to give a, a mini lesson on on the circus and the greatest showman and I have some things to say about Hugh Jackman
1: yeah so you know sit around if you're ready for that we'll get to it in a bit but first you moved I moved oh my god it's been such a busy week for me like it feels like it's been forever since we last talked but it's just Mm -hmm. because I've been doing my stuff yeah moving happened it sucked Um, it was so fucking expensive like I knew it was going to be expensive but it's still when you see the money leaving your account it's like
0: wow it really is like that I
1: don't know. It's been fine. And then I learned how to make
0: bread. So that was great for me. really exciting. Yeah.
1: I know. I'm kind of describing myself as like in my basic skills era or like (laughs) learning how to do stuff that every 1800s peasant would know how to do. Mm. Like -hmm. a little bit of sewing, Mm. a little bit of baking, like
0: a little bit of woodwork. (laughs) We have to be useful when the revolution comes. Totally.
1: That's the big thing is I'm (laughs) a huge. No, I'm a huge doomsday prepper, a huge doomsday prepper. And I was talking to my family about this once and my brother's like well if there was a compound why would they let you in what skills do you have to offer besides (laughs) the fact that you have a backpack filled
0: with everything and i was like
1: oh shit like i don't know and, you know, maybe I'd be the jester.
0: <laughs> you could be the jester. You're so silly and goofy. We'll say the revolution sort of could be coming sooner than later. Oh, my God. That's a really good transition <laughs> into you. one of
1: our catch-up topics because, well, you guys will be hearing this probably the day after it's supposed to happen, Oh, right? that's
0: crazy.
1: So we don't really? know. We don't know. So we'll be telling you what we think could happen and we hope will happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then-
0: so Trump is apparently going to be indicted on you know criminal charges, um, yep. and and arrested, and he's totally. threatening right now, according to sources, to barricade himself in Mar-a-Lago. And that's what we want, which like we totally want. Like, I really—you could not Please. ask me for anything. I would want more than that. I just know whatever kind of goes down, it will be a really fun day on Twitter. They're like barricading the Manhattan DA's office, which means I'm probably just going to stay inside all day. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to oh, get yeah. I, like, don't want to get you know hurt. I forgot that is—is Mar a Lago in New York? No, it's in Florida.
1: Oh right, right, right. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, but he is very based in New York just like donald trump in general
0: yeah like he's like a new york guy you know
1: Mm-hmm. totally totally l for new york
0: but they have many mm, other w's we, they do they have me so <laughs> <laughs> you know the big two <laughs> me and donald trump <laughs> um no it should be interesting i i hate to like hope something crazy happens because and yet i do though i really do <laughs> Right. It's like we don't want another
1: January 6th. No. Like people did die. C- However, certainly, we, certainly. But we would like some hubbub.
0: A little some hubbub. hubbub. Yeah. A little drama would be nice. And like one thing about Trump mm-hmm. is like he will bring the drama, Um, which I yeah. I do appreciate that about him. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, again, I don't want to say something super nice about him, but I will say he's very sassy. He brings the drama. He's messy. He's a messy
1: gay. He's a messy gay.
0: And like. <laughs> he'll if there's something if if there's fun to be had he'll make it fun you know um Mm -hmm. if there's hogs storming mar-a-lago or the manhattan da's office like i want to see it i want to hear about it wild hogs i guess (laughs) i guess we'll see what happens (laughs) i just was gonna say remember the guy who tweeted like um, I have an AK-47 because I have to shoot the 30 to 50 hair fairwalks.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you guys are listening to this and nothing happened, oh, that'll be that's so, so sad. sad.
0: Really so sad. But just know that we wanted it to and we put our hopes into it and, you know, we did our best. Right. Yeah. Or if hor- if horrors take place, if then we're sorry. Yeah. We didn't want bad bad things. We just wanted a little goofing and gaff yep. Gavin. Gaffin. Yep. But, and this probably but, You know, if anyone if anyone dies and it's tragic, you know, rest in peace. Like that sounded so facetious. I I, I do mean that. It's but it's hard to talk about something that hasn't happened yet. No, that that fully reminds me
1: of the text that you sent after a couple drinks last weekend. <laughs> It was I just said, past the World Trade Center. Damn, ni- never forget 9-11, SMH. <laughs>
0: because I was passing the memorial and I was like, wow, n- never forget, you know? I also do think about 9-11 a lot when I drink. What? But not- <laughs> why? <laughs> I'll tell you why, honestly. It's okay. like a more recent development. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> a couple of years ago, uh, it, had, it was my one year anniversary of being liberated. It was Ellie Independence Day. Right right, 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 right. It was a big anniversary for me and I was throwing a party, a karaoke party for my friends. And then I realized I was, <laughs> I was throwing a karaoke party on the 20 year anniversary of 9-11 i felt a little weird about it right because you know what a, i'm celebrating joy and a lot of people died and it's new york mm. and it's whatever so i i decreed and declared that you know every time we would cheers we'd go okay. up to us down to 911, and then drink so we were not what forgetting be- <laughs> you know like when you go like up down up drink like when you're cheersing Okay, I thought you meant because the tower fell down. No! Oh my God, no, it's like pour <laughs> one out for the fallen homies, like more like that. <laughs> okay. But now every time I drink, I think about and one for nine eleven. like, and I can't, wow. I can't so not. So it's a big
1: part of your, it's a big part of you now, and it you are not is. forgetting. I don't forget. And you forget. live in New York.
0: And I do, and I never really thought about it before, honestly. Like, I really totally. didn't. I feel like when you don't live over here, I don't know, they don't like show it to kids. And we were like little babies.
1: But you know, totally a one eighty. Should we take it to a place of Sydney Sweeney? <laughs> um, yeah. Let's talk about Sydney
0: Sweeney. Let's talk about Sydney Sweeney's boobs.
1: Let's talk about Sydney Sweeney's boobs. Yeah. Okay. If you're on Twitter, you probably have seen the misleading sort of pop crave. Possible was it pop it was crave? New York
0: Post, which of course it was.
1: Oh my God, one of them. Yeah, so, and then it was picked up by all of the rest of them. Right. But just basically her saying that developing boobs when she was younger than other girls made her ostracized. And the comments were just absolutely filled
0: with the most vile little comments you've ever seen. And shockingly too, like it wasn't just men who were like, shut up, you don't know what you're talking about or something. It was also like women that were saying it too. And I was like, were you never a a preteen girl? Like,
1: yeah, I was... I will say I mostly saw men, but I did as well see women. I feel like people needed to see a comment of like, no, because you get sexually harassed, to be like, oh, she's not humble
0: bragging. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh my God, insane. <laughs> but when I was in like sixth grade, there was a girl mm-hmm. who was like d- more developed than everyone else. I think I've mentioned this before on um maybe on stream, but like she had boobs before everyone else. She looked like mm-hmm. a woman, you know, like she and we were 11 years old, but she like looked really grown, she had her period, like she was like grown. And all the mm-hmm. boys were like she's so hot, you know, they all like sexualized her of course. And mm-hmm. all of the girls for no reason called her a slut just because oh, she had God. boobs. Like truly just for that. And I think about it, I'm like, why the f- first of all, why was I saying that yeah. when I was 11 years old? Um secondly, like
1: she didn't deserve that. No, that would keep me up at night. D- that's so does. sad. That was really like fully developing turning point in her childhood. I know. Like, that's rough. I mean, there's also like the boys pulling the bra straps or like yeah. calling girls names. if Or
0: trying to throw... Like, erasers down your shirt.
1: Oh, my God, yes. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I keep remembering different things that happened that I, like, totally forgot.
0: I, I avoided a lot of it because I really did not have boobs. But then I started wearing push-up bras. No and then, and then...
1: <laughs> the Victoria's Secret bombshell.
0: <laughs> well, I was in this play. Um, the Elf Man. actually, crazy. Okay, but we had to wear um, corsets, like, proper corsets. Oh, and, wow. Um, because it was like Victorian, whatever. So I'm wearing a corset and I also was wearing a bra. My titties were just up to my chin, right? Like, Wow. And by the way, they were, I mean, I was like a B cup. But still, like a corset mm-hmm. does what it does, right?
1: It does, yeah. And I remember all As the boys. As a current B cup, I can't I can't
0: <laughs> get it. Well, all the boys that I was in theater with who were, you know, they were older than me. They all treated me like a little kid. Like the whole time I knew them. I come out in this fucking corset and they were all like, can we stare at your boobs? And I was like, what? What do you mean? (laughs) We're just asking, can we look? Is it weird if we look? I'm like, it's weirder to talk about it. Like, why are you doing this?
1: oh my god yeah yeah there was like they had no shame no like there were a lot of just like open comments like that where they're like yep i'm gonna sexualize you so yeah justice for justice for sydney sweeney in that comment and they totally set her up with the way that they like that they posted, posted photos of her looking absolutely stunning <laughs> her body looking amazing next to one sentence of the quote she's an adult <laughs> woman now
0: like I yeah like, it's great to have great boobs as an adult woman although i'm sure it's also difficult in many ways but like when you're a little girl all of a sudden mm-hmm. you have to wear a bra and like all of a sudden adults are treating you different mm-hmm. Ugh.
1: yeah that shit pissed me off
0: yeah that shit pisses me off too i don't know i think that there's nothing more depressing than that moment of realization like the first time you realize you're being seen as like not a person but as like a body or like you're being objectified in that way like as a woman for the first time there's something very very heartbreaking about it and the heartbreak Mm -hmm. compounds upon itself it's not something that you get used to it's like every time it happens again you get that same sad feeling of like damn this is damn it really is like this you know yeah
1: and you become more aware of what it is because i feel Mm -hmm. like the first times you don't fully you can't really put a name to it even if it's super obvious you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was being objectified, but the feeling of being objectified—it was I felt. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. sad. This reminds me. Oh my god, did I send you the sign about the word literally that was going around? Uh, you did, and this I saw me red, me off. got viscerally angry. <laughs> Can I read it? Can I yes. read the sign? Read okay. The sign. This was on a store window. Sorry, but if you say the word literally inside Continental, you have five minutes to finish your drink and then you must leave. If you actually start a sentence with I literally, you must leave immediately. This is the most overused, annoying word in the English language and we will not tolerate it. Stop Kardashianism now. (laughs) I hope he drowns in his own piss. Like that is... I think this really hits us podcasters, because may I just say, we sometimes are using filler words because we get a little nervous and we're trying mm-hmm. to make our points. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing a lot of clips of this on Twitter lately, too, of like those alpha mm-hmm. male guys inviting girls onto their podcasts who clearly don't do that for a living and they're speaking quickly and using the filler words because they don't want to sound stupid and have a lot of empty space. They also don't want to be
0: cut off. <laughs> right. Because as a woman, if you leave empty space, they're just going to cut you off.
1: Yeah. So that really that really got my gun. Ellie and I were actually talking about this. Got your gun? I don't know what the hell I say Goat. half the time. <laughs> that really got my gun. You know what I thought this morning? I thought um, the song was and to all the plank done be forgot. No, you didn't yes no, you I did. did no you didn't my entire life I've thought that and I was singing it to my mom and I was like what do they mean by that just like all the to the little things in the earth and she was like it's acquaintance old acquaintance I don't I thought it was to all the plankton and I have thought that my <laughs> whole life and I really and I still don't think I can accept that it's something else
0: I get that. I thought it was I heard every owl listen to the radio and not heard every album listen to the radio in our song by Taylor Swift. And I stand by that. Wow. And you know what? I think you should because art is open to interpretation. Thank you.
1: I think we all are supposed to take what we can from art.
0: And you know what? You make huge points here.
1: So I think that's valid. You know what? Comment comment on our something if you have a mystery. <laughs> If you have a misremembering of a lyric
0: <laughs> yeah, that really
1: got your gun. <laughs> a new
0: phrase on the podcast. <laughs> Gets my gun. No, it really bothers me because sometimes like um, <laughs> I just did a like um combo and I don't care. I say literally, I say like, I say um. I don't think mm-hmm. it makes you less intelligent to be using fucking filler words. I think it's the last resort of an uncreative man. If the only thing he can say about your argument and the words that you're saying is you just said like and um a bunch. It's like, oh, you're just stupid. I get it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's really not an indicator of intelligence. It's an indicator of a stressful situation where you're just doing your best to make your point. And usually, people who use that words don't use it in every circumstance. It's just the ones that are like,
0: you know. So when I say literally, it's usually when I'm with my girly pop friends and we're being Mm. silly and goofy, like. Yeah. You know, like I'm not saying and like, it's a real word. It's, it's a, a real word, real word. And even if I'm using it to mean figuratively, I don't fucking mm-hmm. care um, mm-hmm. because it's much funnier to say like I literally feel like I'm being boiled alive in my room right now. Better. More interesting. Better. Girlies, we love drama. You have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just I think you're so uncreative and boring if. If you are that pressed about somebody saying literally grow up. Yeah, I think.
1: Yeah, I think my um my Twitter for you page has been putting stuff onto my account that like I really don't want to see I'm starting to notice it this week especially I've had to move yeah. to the following page because they're really trying to shove some stuff down my throat that I don't think I ever would have <laughs> gotten on my previous algorithms which had
0: so much care and time put into them truly and it's really depressing actually the way that they're just destroyed Nothing yeah. is the same
1: yeah one last thing I just want everyone
0: to tell me if I have a transatlantic accent you don't like you literally don't I've been listening to you talk for five years like <laughs> you don't
1: i don't understand for context someone said they listened to the podcast and that i literally have a transatlantic accent and i didn't reply at first because i was like well that's just not true but then i was like but what is making them think that you know and then i replied and i was like what do you mean and she was like well the way that you're
0: talking right now i'm not gonna lie like it's a little transatlantic is it because I sometimes have more airy of a voice? I think it's like the inflection pattern that you do sometimes oh. when you're questioning things. Like that kind oh, but of... Oh, that's
1: sort of like, I don't know. It's kind of like a bit.
0: Yeah, no, it's <laughs> a bit. It's just I that I heard it there. Um, wow. I'll do it too when I'm being silly goofy, but you know. But it sounds so specific
1: when I've listened to it. Like, I don't think I have any of that British or...
0: Uh, wait i don't know huh, see here yeah. well well i i never well, knew that he would treat me like that see yeah you know c- could you no mm, that's just I southern nope i can't do it nope, yeah. i can't do it it's, I can't it's do tough it. it's really tough you did a
1: great job i don't think i sound like that i don't know i guess well now i'm thinking maybe i do yeah justice for that girl because i guess she was low-key right well, that's uh, justice fine. Just for her.
0: <laughs> um, any weekend updates other than moving? Just moving,
1: baking. I'm making some chicken fried rice tonight. Mm. Um, mm did I do anything? I've been looking at my next place. Um, We're gonna go to Colonial Williamsburg (gasps) soon. I'm so excited.
0: It's gonna be the best fucking week of my life. We do need to like book it, but I'm excited.
1: One important thing before we get into the topic, you guys, we have our Patreon first live stream this Friday, the 24th, probably. I'm mostly likely right. And um, if you guys join our honey baked hams tier you can enter our live stream this friday um and our patreon's fun we did a really cute little advice column this week we have really fun episodes in there like our greek and mesopotamian gods episode was really fun we did some am i the asshole readings we have a new one coming soon Mm -hmm. and all of our regular episodes are on there without ad free if you so, want to add
0: free listening experience, that's on there as well.
1: Yeah. Or if you just want to support us, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, Michaela, Michaela just spent her entire life savings on moving. So
1: <laughs> if you guys care.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, in other news, I didn't leave the house last week. So I really have nothing to contribute. I, w- I left the house one time. I got drunk and then I texted about nine eleven, But I didn't. I like literally you, you did I read an entire book series.
1: Right. The whole And how thing. was that? The Crown of Roses and Thorns one? No,
0: no. Okay,
1: different one. Different. Is it a romance fantasy? Okay, well, here's what happened.
0: Mm. So I was like, I <laughs> would like to read a silly, goofy little romance fantasy book, right? Yeah. I was like, I just want to feel silly, goofy, and... So I I got this book and I was like, this seems a little g- goofy. And it's like loosely based on the myth of King Midas. And I was like, okay, I could be really into this. I could be really okay. into this. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> what I did not expect was for this book to end up being about Stockholm syndrome and post-traumatic oh stress disorder and dealing with trauma and like this really like very like well done story about like healing and moving on from oh. trauma and i read all four of these books there's another one coming out in december but i've read them all and i literally i it's like such like a, a dorky thing to say but like i literally was like oh this book is changing my life like
1: wait i love that for you wait what's it called
0: uh, so the first one is called Guilt, G I L T, like gold. G I.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's really interesting. I was really, not, I was really surprised by how much I ended up like really liking it. And then, like the character like works through some of her trauma in like the third book, and I was like, mm, relatable. Um, <laughs> and then when I was in therapy, I normally have a really hard time. I've been having a really hard time, um, talking about some stuff in therapy that like my therapist mm-hmm. really wants me to. This is gonna sound so fucking lame, but I did sort of think to myself you know what, she did it. I can push through <laughs> it. And I can do it too. And I did.
1: That's not stupid. That's beautiful, stupid. though. That's like the whole point. Yeah, that's probably what the art that's probably everything the author wanted in creating that. Yeah,
0: it was crazy. It was I mean, perhaps a little triggering as well. But it's, it's a really beautiful book. So if you're yeah. interested, I would look at it. So
1: sometimes and not all the times you do have to face your triggers. Exposure therapy does work. However, it is not
0: fun. It's not fun. (laughs) Probably why I didn't leave the house last week.
1: Yeah. Well, there is a big thing going on in your life that I, I know you don't really want to get
0: into. Taylor Swift tour. Um, mm, yeah, it's happening. Totally. It's it is happening. It makes me riotously happy. Like I, mm-hmm. can't, it's really hard for me to even talk about it. I'm so jealous okay. of people who've already seen her. I'm really excited to finally see her. I looked at every show um, that had available tickets and I was like, should I, just, <laughs> should I just do it? Should I just fucking send it? Like should I just <laughs> fly across the country and see her like a hundred times by myself. Um, but no, I yes. can be patient. I just want to see her i know people get really crazy about spoilers and stuff i just don't care i just want to see her i also like don't Mm -hmm. care about what i'm wearing i don't care where i'm sitting i just want to be in the fucking stadium like i just want to be there and that's why i'm a better taylor swift fan than most people are that's all i'm saying oh my god here we go that (laughs) woman does not owe us a damn thing people get so mad at her for things and you know she doesn't owe us a 44 song three hour show you know with like 14 costume changes she doesn't Mm -hmm. but she does it for us so be fucking (laughs) grateful you know (laughs) i don't want to hear any goddamn complaining i don't i really don't how long is it till you get to go it's in may it's the end of may oh that's farther away than i thought it was you
1: are one of god's bravest soldiers and people don't talk about that enough I can't stop
0: thinking about the way that I'm talking. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. So you've got a transatlantic accent. I have a lisp. I've gotten that comment Ooh. before. So I don't think I've
1: ever noticed you having a lisp. Because I don't. That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes I do. I'm wearing my retainers right now, so I kind of do. But
1: Well, love it. We've had a great week. We've had a... <laughs> My vibes haven't been bad. They were bad when I was moving. My vibes were good once I made bread and it worked. That mm-hmm. was like, wow, I could, I could be transported back in time and survive. Yeah, Thanks for me,
0: my vibes were Maybe. a little more sedated, but. Um- <laughs>
1: Okay. I think this
0: week could be a good week. Yeah,
1: I mean, last week you worked through some therapy stuff, and that's always a good...
0: <sighs> yeah, I canceled a day. I, like, just couldn't do shit. I, I canceled, like, mm-hmm. four plans. I just couldn't leave the house. <laughs> um, but this week, I'm going to leave the house. I'm going on a date on Friday, so... And you can, too. And you can, too, Michaela. <laughs> I can't. You could. Yeah. Well, it's raining, so I probably can't. That's true. You cannot go on a date when it's raining. And that's fair. I mean, people should talk about that more. So what can I do? It's raining. I think that's really fair. So I didn't go on Tuesday. It was raining. All
1: right. Well, that's pretty much everything then for catching up. Um, Everyone step right up. Uh, Boys and girls, everyone around, come join the ring.
0: I'm so scared of circuses, but I am excited to talk about it. So without you know, much further ado,
1: shall we?
0: I think anyone who knows me is more than aware that I'm not exactly the best cook. Um, I wouldn't even call myself a cook, actually. I am somebody who basically heats things up. And that means that I don't get to have a lot of super delicious meals when I'm cooking at home, uh, which makes dinners and weeknights and whatever like not very fun for me. But what I really, really love is Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Even a girl like me, who is simply not a chef, is able to heat up a Factor meal and have a delicious chef-quality, restaurant-quality meal, which I really appreciate. And it's ready to go in just two minutes, which is also good for me as someone who's super lazy. Also, every factor meal is a chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go. And you have over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto, if those are things you're interested in, which I'm not. I just want to eat something that tastes good. And if it happens to be healthy, that's great. And everything I've made from Factor has been super, super tasty. And like, I'm not saying I'm a picky eater, but like, I don't like everything. And everything I've had has been absolutely delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash LND50 and use code LND50 to get 50% off if this sounds like something. Something that you would be interested in. That is code LND50 at factorymeals.com slash LND50 to get 50% off. Pulling up to Mickey D's
1: just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from
0: McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49, perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Okay, so circuses are one of my weird niche interests. Not mm-hmm. because I like circuses, but actually because they I'm I'm genuinely sort of morbidly terrified of them. There is something mm-hmm. about a circus that fills me with dread and i just don't i really i really don't like it when i was like 12 my parents made us go to the circus museum it's like the world circus world or something and it's in barabou wisconsin yeah and it's like the largest circus related museum in the world they have the largest collection of circus wagons and posters and there's all the history and stuff and it was really, really upsetting. And I, like, cried. Oh.
1: See, I went to um, Ripley's Museum of Oddities recently, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. sort of circus adjacent because I think they put out some of the freaks. Sorry for using that <laughs> word. I don't know what other word to use. They put the freaks around on display and seemed bad. It seemed really bad. Not something I would choose
0: to experience. No. And I... I have you ever been to the circus? Like, did you ever go when you were a kid?
1: I think I... I maybe did. I think I went to Cirque du Soleil, which is mm, very different. Not quite the
0: same thing.
1: It's No, and definitely not compared to the history of circuses. Right. It's very much an ethical version. They don't have animals, just like people who've signed up to work there.
0: <laughs> totally. I went to one of the Ringling Brothers circus oh yeah when i was a kid i went with my friend kendall hi kendall um (laughs) and we were in third grade and she took me i was new and i was the new girl and she took me to the circus and she's very sweet of her but (laughs) still it was really upsetting because (laughs) I didn't like okay there were like tigers and it's like why are there tigers here and yeah. you know they're sort of like a whip situation and the Ooh. elephants and I it smelled bad and I just was really mm-hmm. upset also I do have a lot of body horror issues and while they don't necessarily do like the quote unquote freak stuff anymore in circuses the clowns still really give me body horror and like mm-hmm. I don't know like the some of the acrobat stuff is really scary like it's cool yeah
1: no they're scary they're they're definitely scary especially if you're younger and they're also just not good ethically Mm, so i think that you can sort of tell a little bit like those animals aren't supposed to be there i think the ringling brothers specifically has a bad history too didn't they close down they
0: closed in 2017 like very recently after okay, and it's dating for like one, 200 years. <laughs>
1: like, but is that the one that's reopening soon? Because is I, it? so, wait, well, let me look. It might I, be a different one that has family in the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ringling Brothers Circus is coming back after a five year hiatus, but without animals.
0: Oh, so okay. they're
1: following the Cirque de Soleil formula of being I, like.
0: You know what? I could support that. Because I, I do think that they really got canned because the animal stuff was like, really fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it reminds me of like, if you ever been to a pumpkin patch in the middle of nowhere and then they have like an exotic animal tent and you're like no that's never happened to me here like oh okay i thought that was i think it's sort of a (laughs) universal midwest experience but like
1: it's going to an abandoned pumpkin patch with a wild animal in a center
0: no well it's a pumpkin (laughs) patch like during pumpkin patch season and they have Uh a tent and there's always like exotic animals in it and you're like why is there a camel in you know glenview illinois like that's not anyway it makes hmm. me sad because that's I not what those animals you. should be <laughs> you know like it's very setting i don't like it
1: yeah and we recently had a big big circus movie come out the greatest showman <laughs> i guess it
0: wasn't that recently it was in 2017 wasn't it
1: yeah i guess it wasn't that recent but i
0: feel like it the audio recent. is
1: recently big again on tiktok
0: <laughs> is it
1: yeah, I don't know. I guess on musical theater TikTok, where I see a lot, it is. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I know you did a lot of research on the real P.T. Barnum, which I did. is very interesting to me because he was kind of shown as a very good person in the Totes. movie,
0: like um, um, a, yeah. like just a good like, dude.
1: Yeah, like my understanding after watching the movie is like, oh, he like was worried about all these people who were outcasts and had no place to go. So he like took them in and gave them work and they were a big family who were happy. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's actually not what happened, is it?
0: So sort of no, that did not happen at all. Um, I love The Greatest Showman, like I really do. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a great fucking movie. I mean, I have some issues with it. First of all, being, you know, they should have just let Hugh Jackman be a singing dancing star like his whole life like they should never have Mm. made that man be wolverine he clearly just wants Mm. to dance and sing it just makes me happy when he's doing it secondly that song this is me it's the same song as um this is me from camp rock like I oh my I'm god. not joking. Wait. It's nearly oh my god, it's wait. nearly <laughs> exactly the same even like um like pacing wise like melody wise like oh, it, it's you're the, right. it's really really crazy. Like I don't know if it was parallel thinking or what, but it's bad. Like it's real bad. That's so funny cuz surely you wouldn't on
1: purpose t- like knock off Camp Rock. But then sure oh my god. god, but also but, We'll try to find a good um, example of that and post it on our story so that you guys can see it or on our main feed. Cause that's crazy. No, when it's, you said that, that's so true. Uh huh.
0: It's really, really crazy. So, Benj and Justin, if you're listening and you did that, I see you. Okay. <laughs> now let's talk about P.T. Barnaby. He was a bad dude. He was a really bad dude. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of
1: bad people don't think they're being bad. Hardly ever do they think, ooh, I'm being evil and, like, unfair. They just kind of think they're doing the right
0: thing. They think they're doing the right thing. And he's interesting in particular because I think he really didn't realize, Mm, like, how bad he was or, like, how hypocritical he was. So... Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. PT Barnum, bad dude. Okay, so in the movie he's like an orphan and he like works his way up from the bottom and whatever. That's not what happened actually. <laughs> he was actually pretty well off and his dad died when his dad was 83. So he oh, wow. he really was not an orphan sort of ever. <laughs> um and um he was rich, like he inherited land from his grandfather and then he inherited shares in a grocery store and one day when he was working at a grocery store he stumbled across this woman named Joyce I want to say it's Heath I don't know but I think it's Joyce Heath or Joyce Heth mm-hmm. um, she was an 80 year old woman she was a former slave and um, instead of you know being a normal person and just seeing her and being like weird um, he decided to purchase her With his shares from the grocery store and parade her around the country saying that she was the 150 year old nurse or in his words, quote unquote, mammy of George Washington. Oh, my God. Right. So she wasn't she didn't look old enough to be 150. So he made her um, only eat eggs so she would lose a lot of weight. And then um, he ripped out some of her teeth when he got her drunk and ripped out her teeth.
1: Oh, my and fucking God. He was really
0: bad. And within a year of knowing him, uh, she she died. And then when she died, he sold tickets to her autopsy.
1: Which has got to be the worst <laughs> thing anyone has ever done. Like that. Like, <laughs> start to so finish. Sort of start so to finish. terrible. Bad. And Very also bad. just... For some context, because slavery was technically illegal then. There was some kind of loophole he exploited by leasing, like calling it leasing or something. It wasn't
0: illegal in the South, but it was illegal in the North at that time. Mm. So he said he was leasing her. (laughs) <laughs> okay i don't know what if yeah, that don't know the any details, better but jesus but, christ <laughs> which is just so i mean like the oh, it's it's fucked up in uh, you know m- many ways um but it also mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of sarah bartman if you don't know who sarah bartman is she was this african woman she was from south africa and she like had a lot of curves and you know she had like a big butt that kind of thing and she was literally stolen like kidnapped from africa and put on display in like freak shows and just like sexualized and people would just come stare at her naked body, which so it's just like this idea of black women. It's like ad- a
1: history like intertwined yeah, with it. Yeah, black
0: women's bodies as commodities in the circus, common mm-hmm. and bad. So in the movie, mm-hmm. oh, no, you have a question.
1: <laughs> well, I was just going to ask. So is this at that time his only act? Like, is he not doing a whole yes, thing this yet? This was He's his just very around- first
0: thing that he ever did. He was 25 okay. years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was little. Not little, but he was, you know, younger than me. So, um,
1: <laughs> so um, in the movie,
0: he's married. That's horrifying. Uh, it, yeah. it, he's In the movie, he's married this woman, Charity. And that's true. He did marry a woman named Charity. Um, okay. And in the movie, he cheats on her with Jenny Lind, this... Um, Opera singer who was like in love with oh, him. Oh right! Mm-hmm. So that didn't uh, not happen. Um, Jenny Lind <laughs> actually found him very annoying, and they they like of never course. yeah they like never hooked up or anything. And actually, he was kind of a wife guy. Like he was kind of no. which like okay. Um, he was just kind of a wife guy. He was kind of like I am being married to this woman is the best thing I could ever be. Like so yeah, he was a wife guy, which is an interesting facet to his personality. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So then with like. Mm, how do I how do I say it? OK, I'm trying to think of like where in the movie this connects to and I don't really think it does. But just oh, oh, here's what I'll say in the movie. <laughs> he was like super anti-racist. He was like Zendaya oh, yeah. and her brother. You guys can be headliners in my show. You know, that's great. I, I love black people. <laughs> that is not yep. how he really was. Mm. He had minstrel shows and blackface in his shows. Um, so minstrel shows are, yeah, where they would, you know, they would do blackface and then they would sing like offensive songs, essentially. He also, though, very staunchly supported the 13th Amendment and he was an abolitionist. Like he believed that all humans had the right to vote. It was just like a weird, again, a weird character trait of his uh, for, Mm -hmm. for everything that he did. He was against alcohol like, very, very staunchly against it, called, like, the devil's drink or something. However, he only gave his elephant jumbo beer to drink. So <sighs> this elephant was just, like, drunk all the time and, like, definitely died young because of it uh, or would have died naturally young if it hadn't been hit by a train um, because it was neglected. <laughs> oh, my God. So, bad dude, bad dude. Um, also, he famously hated liars, he has this book that's basically called like (laughs) fuck liars and con men. I don't know. It's that's paraphrased. It's not called that, but it's something (laughs) like that. Um, He cut his daughter out of his will for cheating uh, on her husband, like for like dishonesty. Right. But then he also Uh, like constantly lied. Like he was a con artist. Like he, he was like he had in George Washington thing. (laughs) First of all, that second of all, he had (laughs) in his museum, like a mermaid body. And it was just a monkey sewn to a fish. Oh my god. But he told everyone it was a murder. Like, you're a liar. Like he was a liar and he would constantly be like, I fucking hate liars. Liars are the worst. Like so he's just delusional. He's or stupid. he's like there's something wrong. Yeah. I don't ever know
1: with those kinds of people. I'm like, is it something that you know when you're actively yeah, like a trying to trick it- people? Or do you right. really not realize? Do you
0: really not get it? <laughs> I, I really don't know. So then Tom Thumb, if you recall in the movie, they met when Tom Thumb was uh, an adult already. And mm-hmm. he sort of like turned his life around from this like very unfortunate situation he was in. Right. So that's not what happened. Um, <laughs> Tom Thumb, he actually got him. I think they're actually distantly related. But he found him when he was four years old. And no. he hadn't grown past the size of a six-month-old infant. So he took this child. This he took a four-year-old. four-year-old and taught him how to drink alcohol and taught him how to be a performer and like brought him around the country and stuff. Uh, and it's, it's a really actually sort of an interesting thing because Tom Thumb did become a celebrity. He did, you know, have access to the money that was made on his behalf sort of he also Mm -hmm. got married like he did in some ways have a quality of life that he may not have had if it wasn't for pt barnum but then on the other hand he was like fully exploited from the age of four this is
1: like the first mommy vlogger
0: oh my god it kind of is (laughs) it's giving mommy vlogger and he had no he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. So that's why I, it's like complicated, because in the movie, he's portrayed as this guy who's like collecting the freaks to save them. And it's like he was yeah. not doing that. Like if he ever saved, quote unquote, saved someone, it was incidental entirely. Like mm-hmm. it was an accident. It was not purposeful. And he was
1: benefiting off. of. Yes. He was trying yeah. to
0: exploit these people. Occasionally, someone would become famous like Tom Thumb. Right. Right. For the most part, that didn't happen. He also had a guy who had microcephaly, which is when you sort of have like the cone shaped head. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I do. I I didn't even know I hadn't heard of that. I think it was from fetal alcohol syndrome.
1: Totally. Yeah, that Um, makes sense.
0: But he made him dress as a monkey um, and he was labeled the missing link as though he was like (laughs) a Neanderthal. Oh, Oh, this was a black man, by the way. So it's really bad.
1: oh my god extra bad yeah
0: Um, so (sighs) he's he's a a really contradictory dude but for the most part like kind of the worst like pretty much a monster like pretty pretty bad dude and it makes sense when you look at what a circus is you know Mm -hmm. like it's it's this like shiny flashy veneer over something that is kind of really, really sinister yeah and like exploitative and i think that that's mm-hmm. just what a metaphor for america but also i just think it's it's wow. really interesting that he ended up having this great reputation. i don't know like he had this movie put out about him where he's like this great guy and he was very bad and like evil and racist yeah wait is the i don't know
1: if you looked into this but is the movie that we came out most recently based on prior works that also made him look like a good guy Oh, like, that's an on... interesting
0: question. Um, I don't know. That is a good I'm sure good the question. Pasek
1: and Paul version is like the last 10 years because they're sort of a more recent sh- duo. Yeah, that's very interesting. I honestly don't know like how I feel morally about a movie making him look good. Like it's not the worst thing people can do. But it's yeah, also it's like not, disrespectful.
0: It is, I think, disrespectful and disrespectful to paint him as like a savior of any kind. Yeah, when he
1: like, I or, wish he just was not. You know. Yeah, I wish there was just something at the end that's like, this actually, is a fictional story, and this person actually wasn't a good person. Like they really made tried to make him look really good,
0: like like so good. They even made him look like a ladies' man. Like they made him seem like all these yeah, things. And it's and, confusing. Like, he, he wasn't. Because
1: surely there's somebody out there who was an ethical circus create like they could have based it on someone. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't don't know know that that's true. I get it. Or just make someone up. Like just make someone up.
0: Yeah, make up a guy. That would have been better. Yeah. Because you're attributing all these good things to the name of someone who is bad. Like. Really bad and sort and of, ruined of a lot
1: perpetuating of like a white savior totally. type narrative about <laughs> someone who was actively ruining these things, and making it seem like <laughs> yes. oh he really like got them money and got them fortune and fame and all like, these things.
0: No, yeah. no, they made him look bad one time in the whole movie, and immediately they like forgave him, and they were like, it's "Is time. it when he cheated?" Oh, I guess there was the cheating and then the also when he didn't let the, the quote unquote freaks come to the fancy party at the opera.
1: Oh, but then he like realized his wrongdoings. And, yes, like and he changed
0: it. for the better. Mm, totally. But he sucked. and i'm still gonna watch the movie but i it does bother me <laughs> it
1: does bother me yeah that's really surprising that's really
0: surprising because it's not I like mean, he was like a little bad right it's not like he like mostly exactly. he was this interesting nice guy he was a philanthropist he did all these things he just also like had huh? like a problematic thing he did this right one or two mm-hmm. this was like everything he's ever done was very bad <laughs>
1: Yeah, because I think that would have been my assumption if someone were to ask me, like, "Oh, do you know the truth about PT Barnum?" I would be like, "Oh, maybe he wasn't good to the animals or something." That would be yeah, my assumption. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like, well, I don't and, know. and he
0: wasn't. Um, right, and that too. But that's the least <laughs> of the issue. <laughs> that's sort of at the bottom of the the problems that we have here. Yeah. So that's yeah, PT okay. Barnum.
1: Wow. Well, thank you for telling us about that. That's a very interesting You're so story. Welcome.
0: I was excited to learn about it.
1: Yeah, I was I was kind of inspired by the circus topic to look into clowns a little
0: bit. And that's valid. I'm I will say off the bat I'm very scared of clowns.
1: And that totally makes sense given Ooh. every single thing I know about you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally a shiver just went up my spine. I'm so scared of them. I really don't like them.
1: Yeah. Well, that was my first question. I was like, when did clowns become scary? Have they always mm. been this sort of scary? Terrifying thing, or did they start out really innocuous, like a friendly, funny clown, and then become scary? And may I just
0: say, clown historians disagree about this. (laughs) I'm sorry. clown historians what would you call a clown historian is that another full title
1: okay so i will say i did a lot of my research on this website called clown which is definitely very pro clown skewed information it's a little biased um, yeah <laughs> i looked at other stuff too i will say however yeah that was a lot of it and they were like clowns were a symbol of free speech and like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, there were just some comments in there that I was like, okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, so some people think it wasn't really until the 1980s with like Stephen King's novel It, the film Poltergeist, Heath Ledger's mm. Joker banned the clown posse. There was kind of Insane this like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a ton of scary clown media coming out in like the 1980s and later. And then before that, America's perspective on clowns was slightly positive. It was like Ronald McDonald and Bozo the Clown, which was this huge show that my mom watched.
0: Oh, I know about Bozo.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. So... So that's like one kind of stance on the matter that like they really weren't very scary. And if you asked people who watched that show, like if they thought Bozo was scary and then clowns were scary, they'd probably say no because that was like the clown media they were consuming. (laughs) However, if you look back and you know... It, it depends who you ask, because we have so many different names for clowns. Like you could say the modern day clown has only really existed since the 1800s. But then if you look at like court gestures and mimes and like mm. um, harlequins, there have always been sort of like <laughs> right, somebody. Where does the line draw for the exactly clown? Like they're fairly different. And that's the same for the circus as well. Like
0: I think they we are. I'm not scared of jesters,
1: right? And when we were looking into like circuses too, some people include coliseums in the kind of like circus category. Some people it's don't. Of they say the bread say- and
0: circuses thing, anyways. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but... Oh, so uh, uh, there was this idea in ancient Rome, bread and circuses, if you give the people bread and circuses, they don't notice all the oh. bad that's around them, so it's like if you feed the people and give them entertainment, bread and circuses.
1: That's so fun. That's like the first version of that meme where people are staring at their phone and it, like the world's burning around them.
0: <laughs> bread and circuses, baby. It's bread and circuses something. I don't know, but that's why it's called Panem. Panem. Mm,
1: okay. The well, that Games. makes sense. But yeah, so... The, oh, I just... Never mind. I'm not going to get into it. Um, <laughs> but the other clown historians would say that they yeah. have always sort of been this evil kind of... Ooh. Well, not evil, but like a mischief wow. maker. Well, like their their humor would come from like slapstick comedy of hitting people or killing their cheating wife, but in a funny way. <laughs> or like... <laughs> there was one that did that. You know, it, but it I was derived...
0: different. That's different. Mischievous...
1: I think it's different as well. It's different Because I also just think humor was different then. Like that's what any jokester would probably do is like something that we would find a little bit uncomfortable, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm going to take it to a place of 2500 BC because I love to take it to a place of 2500 BC. Okay. Yeah. In ancient Egypt, there were... A form of court gestures. They dressed in leopard skins, strange masks, and imitated Egyptian gods. So that was like the earliest I could find of a similar to clowns. And we actually okay. have hieroglyphs of like people doing juggling and stuff. And I will be coasting. Clown hieroglyph. I know, very cool. do um, like that. So we've got juggling dating back to five thousand years, which I I just think love is that really humans fun. five
0: thousand years ago were like, if I hold two objects in this hand and one in this hand, I can make mm-hmm. it look like they're going in a circle,
1: <laughs> and that seems like a logical thing to start doing. <laughs> yeah I don't know I think so can you juggle yeah no I can't I never have been able to I think I wanted to for like a year when I was younger I tried to figure it out but I couldn't so. I learned
0: at one point in like grade school we had juggling class
1: <laughs> yeah that what you had juggling class in gym okay I've never heard of that either but love that for you that's yeah. so funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was we had juggling we juggled with scarves oh my god wow mm-hmm. yeah. that's really fun yeah <laughs> well, okay. So, so then gestures actually became a little bit more prominent than you would think because of their closeness to the crown. They would mm. have like sort of these political allies and political enemies. <laughs> There's this one story, and it's from Clown Bluey that I really love. It's called, or it's about a gesture called John Scogan, and he was the jester to King Edward IV. Well, he was actually an Oxford scholar, and he was pretty famous. He loved practical jokes, but one became his undoing. He had borrowed a large sum from the king and on the due date for repayment, he didn't have the money. He decided to play dead and arranged for his friends to dress up in funeral outfits and carry him in. They entered into the joke with glee, but in due course, they came across King Edward, who was very sad at the loss of his jester oh. and made many kind remarks and said oh. he forgave Scogan and his relatives the money owed. Upon hearing this, the dead jester leapt out and thanked his gracious king for his act of grace, saying it is so revivifying revivifying, I don't know, so revivifying <laughs> that it has called me to life again. Edward promptly
0: banished him to France. Fair. Actually like great move. Fucking clown. Honestly
1: just like obsessed with that. Like the clowns were just having their fun they kind of had relationships with the kings that they served and like the friends i think when i pictured them i kind of was thinking game of thrones like when they were just humiliating oh, them just, all like, the time yeah. and like i think there was that as well but Serdauntis. some of them actually yeah some of them were actually very educated and like
0: okay I kind of love that know. actually that would have been a fun profession you get all the gossip but no one takes you that yeah. seriously my dream <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was actually a famous clown called Stupidus in ancient Rome, and you know, good for Stupidus. Oh, he was very beloved. He would kind of go around talking about the scandals in the city as his content, like making jokes about the gossip amongst the peasants and the royal people. You know, clowns kind of have just been.
0: But what that's the clown, okay? It's a no, and gesture. that's true.
1: A clown is
0: a, a horrifying monster that's colorful and has face paint.
1: Yeah. So the first circus clown didn't appear until 1805. So that's when we see like the clown we would know now. But the word clown actually means rustic boar or peasant, which is like the opposite of how we would see it now. It's just kind of a confusing history oh, in general. Like sort
0: of like when you call someone a fucking clown. That guy's a fucking clown. Like kind of a loser.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, a yeah. But the fact that it's boar is sort of. Like b o o
0: r just- or B-O-R-E.
1: Oh, B-O-O-R.
0: Yeah, so it kind of means like a, an obnoxious drunk, like lout, like a...
1: Oh, well, then that makes more sense. Okay. I was like, wow, they're really calling clowns a boor. That doesn't make sense <laughs> to <laughs> <No>. me. <'Cause laughs>
0: a boor.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's sort of the gist of clowns. They really did appear in like every culture under different names. And, you know, if we looked into all, I guess not clowns, but the clown namesakes, the mimes, and the, I don't know. I could
0: <laughs> see clowns in like 1805 not being scary. Like I could see seeing a, no, actually I bet they had sort of a bell curve. I'm sure the first clown that people ever saw, people were really scared because they were like, what the fuck is that? But then it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, clowns are goofy. They juggle, they tell jokes. And for a while it was fine. And then I think they probably got scary in like the latter half of the 19th because the
1: jesters wore those like big hats the, bell with the hats. little bells on the end and those are cute and not scary clowns, right. clowns. have always looked a little bit mm, and Ugh. they're kind of known Ugh. for their like Sorry. manic yeah they were like known for their manic obsession with like food and wine and sex and it's like not mm, someone very
0: bacchanalian um, yeah
1: we wouldn't like it we wouldn't like that person well what but,
0: I always think and I this is really specific to me because of the okay. the body horse stuff but like It's part of the reason I hate Okay, part of the reason like I hate mascots as well is the idea of like for a mascot, it's like the sweaty, like gross felt fabric, you know? Mm -hmm. But with clowns, (laughs) it's the sweat like making their the white makeup like run and like mix. Oh my god, it makes me want to die. Like I truly It's my skin crawls. I I just can't with the clown. I
1: can't. I see what you're saying. I think it was a very logical and easy leap for clowns to become scary. But I think that they weren't always that scary.
0: Here's a question that I have. What Mm
1: -hmm.
0: was going on in 2016 when there were all those clowns everywhere and killing people? Oh, my God. Wait. Oh my god, that was like that a was fever dream. Real, like that, that really was real. happened. It was no, that like did happen. Trump got elected and there were like killer murder <laughs> clowns everywhere. Like it was a really weird time. Isn't that though when it the movie came out like around then? I think it then? started as like a a PR thing, like they were trying to like, oh, a clown oh. sighting. We should see it. But then people started just <laughs> doing it and like there were killer clowns like everywhere you went. It was so scary. No,
1: that was terrifying. (laughs) And they've certainly gotten more and more scary in the last 40 years, I will say. And American Horror
0: Story did not help.
1: I didn't watch that. Don't. I've never watched that. I can't watch scary stuff. I I really can't.
0: I don't know. There's something about American Horror Story I really like, though. I think you would like Asylum. It's a little creepy, but good.
1: Maybe if there's like a season (laughs) that's not as scary that you would recommend, I will potentially look at it. They're all like
0: gross, but... Mm-hmm. Not all of them are scary. Yeah. That one is scary because there's a really scary clown.
1: Yeah. I don't like it. It's too much. I, I couldn't
0: would. look at the screen. So.
1: Well. Yeah. Well. So that's clowns mostly. <laughs> I mean, they, they're they really fun. I, they, sometimes they're buffoons, fools, tricksters. They kind of have many a face and many a name. But the one that we see today, I think is a pretty uniform look. Mm-hmm. And that was really made in the circus,
0: you know. Shout out the circus for ruining a lot of for shit. For ruining things,
1: yeah. <laughs> for and being I also really scary. I looked into like if circuses today are ethical because I just want to do the little research for you guys so you don't have to. It looks like Cirque du Soleil and possibly like the new version of the Ringling Brothers will be. However, like historically, they were pretty bad. So I mean, you can have your own. Opinions on that? Yeah, I think um, circuses
0: are canceled. <laughs> I just don't
1: want to. Cause I you really, don't like them I just don't
0: think they should exist.
1: <laughs> Ellie's being extremely morally pure by deciding not to go to the circus, even though she really would
0: love to. I would love to go, but I just think that they're wrong.
1: This actually really makes me want to go to the Cirque du Soleil, though, because I think like watching someone walk on a tightrope would be oh, cool, and like that. doing little so flips scary. in the sky.
0: Oh no, scary. Yeah, and they would just
1: like pack all these animals onto their carts mm-hmm, and they would mm-hmm. have to go thousands of miles. Another interesting I, thing I found was that clowns used to be very strong. Like the clowns <laughs> literally beat up the that firemen is in Toronto. Horrible. Yeah, they were like big cuz they had to move all of the stuff from town to town oh, so they had they to were be like these really the... strong guys. Yeah, so the clowns were a big deal and that created the Toronto Circus Riot in the 1800s which I did look into and it was fairly interesting and it's the reason that there was police reform that made the kind of police system they have today in
0: Toronto because of clowns
1: yeah because the clowns were in town and they went to a brothel and oh, they started a fight not a good with sentence. These... Uh, actually yeah so the clowns and some firemen walked into a brothel <laughs> so clowns and some firemen <laughs> walk into
0: a bar Bartender no, says, we don't serve your kind, dear.
1: But it's literally true. This is what happened. And the firemen, I guess, they weren't like a government organization at the time. They were like these volunteer like groups volunteers. who would try to get to the fire the fastest. And they were pretty like, one time they both arrived at the same time and they fought each other while the thing burned down and neither of them got the fire because they were fighting each other. That so anyway, the, the firemen got into a fight with the clowns at the brothel and people disagree about who started it but the clowns won and then the clowns went <laughs> back to, The clowns went back to their circus cart and the firemen like gathered people from all over the city because they were all part of this organization like the orange men or something so I think like maybe a gang who knows sorry don't quote me on that but it was orange something and then they beat up the clowns to a pulp and the police just like watched and let it happen because they were a part of the gang too and then like the people said this wasn't good they killed all the circus people or most of them, a lot of them. It's not good. We We need some new laws. We need to get rid of the corruption. So then they like revamped the police because of the clowns.
0: So it's the clowns' <laughs> fault. No, the
1: clowns were... Well, I mean... I don't know if the clowns were necessarily good, but they you know were kind
0: what? of. Let me tell you something. A cab okay. it doesn't mean all cops are bastard. It means all <laughs> clowns <laughs> are bastards.
1: Should that be the title of the episode? All clowns, are all clowns are bastards. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so yeah, that's the that's the clowns. That's and that's circus. And yeah, there's a lot of other circus groups we could probably look into and see. And you know, there's the first people who did it, and they were just. It was like
0: Philip or something. I'm really anti-circus. So like I have a slant, but there's nothing. If you want to go to Cirque du Soleil, that's great. You enjoy that. I think so. I will not, but I get it.
1: (laughs) mm -hmm, But the ones with animals, please don't go to. They're really, really terrible to them. Like they drug them and they hurt them until they bleed. And like there have been a lot of like disturbing videos that have come out about the way they treat them. And it's just really sad. So don't do it. Putting their heads in lion's mouths. (gasps) That's terrible. not bad, but, like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? would you scare an animal? Like, so anyways. that's that, folks. I mean, do you like
0: circuses? Comment down below if you're pro-clown. <laughs> <Comment down below. laughs> I'm, I'm anti-clown, like, very staunchly um, anti-clown, but uh i just i'm really i genuinely do think the circus is you know i really like things that are like, like that are like this that like i sort of hate but also like you know or like mm-hmm. i'm morbidly sickly sort of fascinated with them it's why like the plague stuff was interesting too because it's gross yeah but i kind of want to know more you know it's like mm, but what did they do totally i, I like pooping. the plague stuff a
1: lot oh yeah
0: <laughs> On the floor. Okay, that's what we didn't talk about was not even that. Was in peasant houses they would just have like straw floors and the animals slept inside. So at any given time there was just like piss and shit all over their floor all the time. All the time. (laughs) And they just I don't think I knew that part. Well that is disgusting, and they did they did do that. So Mm -hmm. anyone who thinks that there were fewer Born in the wrong generation (laughs) in the outhouse times. Oh, Should be publicly put in the stocks.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun episode, honestly. I've been enjoying our topics. (laughs) I know, I love to learn. Uh, if you guys have comments on the circuses, please let us know. We'd love to hear any like circus related stories you might have. Absolutely. Something happened. Maybe maybe we'll read it the next
0: episode. If you have any niche interests, we'd also love to hear about those as well. Because um, we're always looking for new things to look into, even though we have a long and extensive list of things that we want to look into. Um, <laughs> so but so like true. We want to hear from you as well. Um, should I do a tarot card of the week? Please do the tarot card of the week. Maybe I'll ask the tarot card if there's going to be, like, a riot tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. If it says something about there being, like, mayhem, that's a good sign. So true. All right. Well, mm-hmm. let's see what our what our vibe for the week is, what we need to look forward to, what we need to think about. Our little birthday pigs, all of us here in our community, <laughs> our passengers. <laughs> Sometimes you have to, ooh, 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 okay. Sometimes a it? card falls out. And then I'm like, oh, that card really that's wanted the me to card. read it. What is it? (laughs) Not death. (laughs) Wait, but death is actually a really good card. Upright. Death means transformation and rebirth more than it means like you're going to. It doesn't mean like you're going to die. It means like you're having some kind of renewal, rebirth. It's more like spring is coming sort of thing. Um, A
1: TikTok said that to me yesterday. They said that this this tomorrow is going to be like a huge day of death and rebirth
0: well yeah just because tomorrow's the first day of spring oh well it's the spring equinox um so actually death does sort of make sense there because there's that rebirth aspect to it so i guess you know look forward to spring coming spring is springing and maybe there will be a rebirth of america tomorrow you never know
1: (laughs) oh my god i'm just really gonna take death to mean what i want it to mean (laughs) that's what you should do that's what the point of tarot is it tells you it's what you need to know. Literal. It's going to be very literal. It's going to be very literal for me. No, for for death, the man.
0: Yeah, oh, no, oh, for okay.
1: me. But death for someone else. Okay. okay. Mm. <laughs> maybe death for someone's
0: career. Death for a career, yeah. Death for maybe death. For... I'm, I'm talking about Trump. By yeah, the way, yeah, I know. I was like, death of our oh. <laughs> career when we get in trouble for talking too much about nine eleven. <laughs>
1: well Um, okay let's shout out our birthday pigs real quick thank you to
0: flower turtle and katie and we did forget last week so just a double shout out flower Mm -hmm. turtle and katie we love you very much you are the light Mm -hmm. of our lives and we would be nothing without you
1: It's so true. We would be gone somewhere. And, you know, the rest of you, patreon.com slash late night drive pod. We would love to hang out with you even extra. Two bonus episodes a month. That's all for me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Michaela Oakland, that's my name. I go by different handles, but you have to figure it out yourself.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. And, (laughs) like... (laughs) you know on Twitter I'm holy underscore schnitt Instagram is ellie underscore schnitt and you can watch my twitch streams uh, that are 8pm eastern standard time Tuesdays Thursdays and Fridays and it's really fun twitch.tv slash ellie schnitt it's a great community and you can join my discord as well and we hang out um I love you guys I think that's all we have yeah I think that's everything I love you guys too well my sweet sweet potatoes (laughs) my <laughs> we love you guys so 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 much um you know i hope you have like a fantastic week i hope you will rebirth and reborn and regrow and take care of yourselves totally. and as mm-hmm. always have a good day have a good night wherever you are whatever you're doing i hope it's a great one we will catch you on the next one michaela you want to sing us out
1: Thank you for coming <laughs> to the drive. We, we hope you, you enjoyed enjoy the, the drive. drive.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye. I had to sing this time. Bye. Bye. Bye.